Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. How you doing, man? Here we are in Los Angeles, California. We're up on top of the Hollywood Hills, uh, above the the Hollywood sign is over here in this, over here is Griffith Park, <laughs> LA. All the towns all around us, man, right down there is, is uh, Mulholland Drive and, and Sunset Ship at the bottom. Man, I've been out here for a lot of years, but this is the first time I remember being cold at night. I got on everything but my sunglasses. You see, I have a different memory because we've ridden on a Harley on the coast at night, or you know, and it's cold. It's been it cold. is over on yeah. the coast, but yeah. it ain't usually in L.A. and 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 we we waited till October on purpose. They were filming in October. This is only October, people in Southern California. It's cold up here. The wind's blowing. Anyway, welcome to the show. We're going to have a good time today. We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to share His Word with you. We're going to tell you what He said about what's going on in the world today. Yeah. And we're going to see if you want to do it, we'll help you do it. We'll, we'll do the Word of God together. This show is for you. We specifically prayed about, thought about, how can we give you God's Word? How can we help you to understand how to be a doer, not to how to be a religious person. There's lots of those. They don't do any good. When you have a test, they don't. you can't pass them because you don't have a relationship. You have information, and that's a thought. God is honest. When you give Him your life, you're giving Him, you're doing His work. You're not hoping, you're not thinking, well, I'll pray about that. No, when God speaks to me, I move, I change, I do whatever He tells me to do because He's God. Now, I just mind, and I really believe that. So today, we want to help you to understand God loves you. Yeah, yeah. He is your best friend if you'll let him be. He will get involved in your life as much as you'll let him. Man, this is going to be a good thing. I want to thank, first of all, Team Milan today for the equipment, the lights, the, the things that we couldn't even dream about oh, trying yeah. to do before. Really cool lights. Now, cool. Team Milan, you got to see these lights at night. This oh, was man. a dream of Milan's. We've been talking about it for over a year. We looked all over the internet, searched and found this home with this perfect backdrop of the LA skyline. So you have to see these cool lights that our team did. I think they're just brilliant. But really? Team Milan, that's because of your support. That's because of your giving yep. and your agreement and your prayers. So thank you, because this is helping us to reach the nations that they may taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, how cool something looks, you may think, well, what's that about? Well, we live by faith, but the world still lives by sight. So we're trying to, to reach those people who are unchurched, who may never walk into the doors of a church or the unsaved. And so looking cool is, is good. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's a good thing. You know, God, God makes the coolest faces. He does make the coolest stuff. There is no, yeah. no, nobody can come. Eyes not seen, ear has not heard, neither has the mind of man even imagined. Yeah. If you see the, the Lord of the Rings and the, all that stuff, yeah. and Star Wars and CG stuff in it, mm -hmm. 
Man, that's really cool. But the mind of man has imagined that. Yeah, yeah. Boy, God's gone away to create something for you that you can live in for all eternity. Yeah, it's praise God. Nobody's ever even thought it up before. Yeah. Man, it is cool praise to have. Praise God, I agree. Let me give you the purpose for today's show. Jesus said, if you will continue in my word, you will be my disciple. Amen. And you will know the truth and the truth that you know and you do something about it, it will make you free and free indeed. All for you, man. God wants to do that just for you to show you how much he loves you and how much he appreciates yeah, yeah. who you are. He created you in his image to accomplish holy things in this earth. And God, it's not too late, man. God will help you do that if you'll let him. He'll, let, he'll help you. We saved the best for last in our marriage teaching the book that we've been working on for about a year and a half, that Christy's been right, I should say. Uh, the Giving Game is the name of this, and it's the best chapter in the book. It's the last me, chapter, that's It's the last chapter, yeah, but, but it's my it's favorite. It's our favorite. Come on. <laughs> that's right. All right, baby, talk mm -hmm. to us about the, the, the Giving Game. Okay, so when it comes to the Giving Game, that's what Mila and I call it. It's based on Romans 12:10, which says, Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving precedence to one another. So the love of God prefers others, but especially yes, in the marriage relationship. That's right. So Mylon and I daily look for ways to be a blessing to each other, to actually prefer one another's needs over our own. And there's never a day, what we learn to do is, there's never a day that goes by that we don't start out our day by asking, first of all, Lord, is there anything you need me to do today for you? But then also we go to each other and we say, is there anything you need me to do today? In fact, we did that this morning before we started filming. We both went to each other. Is there anything you need me to do today? We prefer one another. That's right. And this is what we call the giving game. Praise God. And it's so much fun because when you put each other's needs over your own, that means each of you are putting each other first. And when that happens, you both win. So everyone wins in the giving game. And, you know, I wanted to give you an example of this. You know, one time we were racing through the airport. We were running late for a flight. And uh, Mylon went on ahead to let them know we were coming. And I stopped to get us some water and some food for the flight. And he called me. And I thought something was wrong. So I hurriedly picked up the phone and said, yes. And he said, hey, I passed by this shop. Now, he's racing through the airport, right? I passed through this shop, and I saw a shirt in there I think you might like. And I thought... What? <laughs> he slowed down because he saw a shirt that he thought I would like. He looked and he just actually like went you. in, yes. I can and see you smiling wearing it. <laughs> I, know. I thought here he's in a hurry, but that's a perfect example of Mylon preferring me and always being mindful and thoughtful of me. And you know, and, and he was right. I went in and looked it out, looked at it. It was a Texas sweatshirt. I'm a Texas girl. And it, it was neon pink, which is one of my favorite colors. And so I got pink on tonight. So he was right. And again, he was preferring me again. It was, I still have that sweatshirt. It meant so much to me that he would stop in a time like that and think of me even in that moment. So thank you for that, honey. I think I mean, of you all the time, baby. I'm in love with well, you. Well, it always blesses me, and my, my heart is to prefer you in the same way. You do. And, you know, husbands and wives, when you're preferring each other, 
Believe me, this game is so much fun. Yes. Mm, you can't <laughs> outgive so, each other. You, you can't, can't outgive God. No. When everybody's giving, everybody's winning. Yes. Everybody wins the giving. Right, game. that's right. And so please understand, though, that this true love is never one-sided. If only one is doing all the preferring, that's not God's best. So one area where that is clear is in our times of recreation, what we call playtime. You know, we're together 24-7. Literally 24-7, Mylon and I are together every hour of every day. And we both work together. So we tend to be workaholics. So we decided a long time ago, we got to do fun things together. We got to make time to play. And one of the things I love most about Mylon is his sense of humor. He always makes me laugh. He is so goofy. And I like this. God. To me, it's a godly trait. Now, let me tell you why. Because Proverbs 17:22 says, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. Yeah. So a merry heart does good for you. This means play times of joy and laughter yeah. bring healing to your marriage. I'm going to say that again. Play times. You may think this is trite, but it's not. According to the word, uh, laughter is good medicine. So play times of joy and laughter bring healing to your marriage. So Mylon and I love spending time together because, again, we choose to do what the other one enjoys. That's the key. That's the key. If we always do what I want to do when right. we do playtime, no that's, play right. right. that's not fun for her. And then vice versa. Yeah, or right. vice versa. Right. It's always when we agree together, yes. we have found a place in God where putting her first and her putting me first mm. puts us in a place where he is in control, not her, not me. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit's in control, you found a place, man, you found a place in God you didn't know existed yeah, because you right. both agree mm -hmm. they they have become one. Yeah. We have become we one have. in that area yeah, of our lives have. forever yeah. because we both enjoyed that. We were what she calls funny sometimes, he's just plain being silly. Yeah, he's silly. I mean a grown man <laughs> being like a little child, that's okay. <laughs> As long as he's serious about the serious thing, of it's course. good to laugh and be of serious. That's right. And so let me give you some examples. I never rode a Harley before I married Miley. And now I've ridden thousands and thousands of miles <laughs> on a Harley with him because he enjoys that. And by the way, I do too now. It's so much fun. I really enjoy it. And guess what? I go Harley riding for him and he goes shopping for me. <laughs> he does a good job. So Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I know I did that. I know that cost y'all, but it's important. We need to sew. We sew. But also, the scuba diving is another good one. You know, I learned how to scuba dive for Mylon because it was something he really enjoys doing. And he learned how to snow ski for me because sure. I grew up snow skiing in the mountains and always enjoyed that. Another example <clears throat> is Asian is one of his favorite foods. I never really cared for it, but I go and eat Asian food for him and he goes to Italian for me. And we both agree that Tex-Mex Tex is our favorite. <laughs> That's right. But the key here is we're preferring one another, right? We're taking turns doing things that both of us enjoy. It's never one-sided. And so I, again, I've got to reiterate this, ladies. I didn't ride a Harley. I didn't scuba dive. And I did not travel around the world before I married Mylon. I chose to do all of those things because I love him. I love my husband. And love, love prefers the other. And so let me give you an example. Scuba diving was a huge hurdle for me. 
I had so much fear. I didn't even know I had a fear of the ocean till I got in and on our honeymoon and started hyperventilating. <laughs> I didn't even know it. So I'm gonna try to make this long story short. When I learned how to conquer the spirit of fear and in scuba diving, you know, I remember my dive master was training me in the pool, our swimming pool. Mylan got me private lessons to try to keep the pressure off of me in a group setting. And I remember this Marine, he was a Marine. Do you remember that? Uh, it was to get, it was, he was a tough guy. You might have thought that's why it was to keep the pressure off of me. Oh, that's Because right. I would tell you, I'm a master diver too. <laughs> I told I you to do the same thing he told you. <laughs> And, and he told you, and you'd do it. And I, I, you say, I ain't doing I'm that. Are you kidding it. me? Get out of me. <laughs> so this Marine, he didn't take any stuff, right? No. So he's teaching me in the pool one day, and he says to that. me. <laughs> he did. You would do it. You would watch. <laughs> so he's, he starts talking to me, and he sees that I'm just not even comfortable in the water. So he asks me, he goes, Christy, why are you learning how to scuba dive? And I looked at him and I started crying. I said, because I love my husband. <laughs> and I remember he was so surprised. And he said, well, in that case, I'm going to give you a swimming lesson today. So you at least learn how to be comfortable in the water. So I want you to know, ladies, that's where I started. I had made a commitment to my husband. I had made a commitment to him to do those things that he enjoys. And I wanted to do this for him and for the Lord. Now, here's what God did in that. He taught me how to conquer the spirit of fear. Which is what the whole thing was about. Yes. It wasn't about scuba diving. That's it, Mom. It was whole thing was about you getting set free from the spirit That's of fear. That's it. I did not give you the spirit of fear, God said. Mm -hmm. I gave you power and love and a sound mind. And boy, you've had a more sound mind ever yeah. since you got rid of yeah. the spirit. You should have started over it. I had to you learn. Had to learn That's how to when do I that learned it. You and God. Do you know that was the first time I took I authority? I watched you cry. I watched you holler. Yeah. I heard you holler in the bathroom in in the in the Grand <laughs> Game of Thrones. This is too long to tell, but yes, oh, man, in Grand Game. It's too long to tell, yeah. but it was a good story. I had to take she authority. really learned to live by faith that yeah. day. And so what happened is what God used that in is. That learning that enabled me to take the next step of faith in, without fear and the next step, step of faith without fear and enabled me to walk in my destiny. But I never would have got there if I'd said, no way, Jose, I'm not getting in that ocean. I would never have learned it. And so through the years, I've talked to so many wives. Now, wives, I'm not picking on you. This could apply to husbands, too. But I talk to so many wives who say, oh, no, I'm not riding a Harley. Or they say, oh, no, I'm not going in the ocean. Or, oh, no, I'm not traveling. I'm more of a homebody. Or, yeah. oh, no, I'm not eating sushi. Yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, there's just, there's a long so, list of things they won't do. So their husbands are forced their, to their do, husbands are forced to do, do everything with the boys. Or with right. the secretary. Right. Somebody who will tell them how sweet they are and kind because they don't have to wash their clothes and uh, take care of the kids. And, you know, some of those God doesn't want somebody else to be your husband's best friend. That's right. He wants you to be that your husband's it. best friend or your wife's mm -hmm. best friend. He wants you to be involved it, in their lives. And God, remember, That's this it, all started about the giving game. God so loved the world that he what? He gave. That's who he is. That's how God does things. And if you want to be like him, you're going to learn how to give. Yeah, that's right. So if the only time that we do what we enjoy most is with our girlfriends, ladies, or with, with the guys, 
husbands who are watching, well then we're missing out on experiencing amazing adventures with the one who should be our best friend. Exactly. Mylon is my best friend. And After Jesus, Mylon is my best friend. Yes. Mylon, would you share that? Because that was so good what you said. Husband and wife should be, without a doubt, each other's best friends. I mean, I've got some great friends, but they're not my best friends. My best friend's the one that God sent me, and he wants, and that's his daughter. This is not some girl he found sitting on the street corner. He created her for me and for you for this task, for this day, such a time as this, yeah. he created. We couldn't have come together and been this couple to share the Word of God with you unless we would go through thick and thin together, mm -hmm. unless we go through the hard stuff and the good stuff, share the good stuff, share the hard stuff. Yeah. You got to do that yeah. if you want to be somebody's best friend. You got to do it in such a way that they are honored. They're encouraged in their walk with the yeah. Lord. But after Jesus, that person, your mate, has to be your best friend. Have you ever heard a husband or wife or first or a friend, whether it be a childhood friend or a friend from college, maybe from work or church or as their best friend? No one should be closer to you than to your mate. No, no one in should fact, be closer to you no than your mate. No one should be closer to you than and your now, mate. And the word that supports that, let me say this, because I don't want you to think this is all of our opinion. The word actually says the two shall become one flesh. That's right. That is the only relationship in the Bible where God says that's the relationship you become one flesh with. So that's why we're saying no one should be closer to you than your mate. Amen. It, it is dangerous to, to the marital union uh, to continue so meaningful moments in the lives with others apart from their mate. Now I'm going to tell you something. It's real dangerous. It's good. If the one that gives you your self-esteem is not your mate, you're in a dangerous place. Right. You're, people say, well, I, I fell out of love with that person. I'm not in love with them. You can't fall. God is love. You can't fall out of God. You can fall out of bed, but you can't fall out of God. You can fall out of lust. But you can't fall out of God. Now, if you want to be serious with this, get back to sowing in your mate yeah. and quit talking about how late it is and how they did you wrong. Forgive them. Put it under the blood. Or they are, or that ask them to forgive you. Mm -hmm. Put it under the blood, put the past, the mistakes, and don't do them anymore. Jesus said, Who's going to throw the first rock? Nobody. Everybody threw the rocks down because let whoever hadn't sinned throw the, none of us can throw the first rock. I read this the other day and I thought it was amazing. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Yes. For example, Jacob was a cheater, David had an affair, Paul was a murderer, Jonah ran from God, Gideon was insecure, Thomas was a doubter, Moses stuttered, Sarah was impatient, Abraham was old, and Lazarus was dead. What's your excuse? <laughs> but God has chosen the foolish things of this world. To put to shame the wise. Yes, yes. And God has chosen the weak things of this world to put to shame the things which are mighty. First Corinthians says, I don't know about you, but I believe that we can change the world by sharing the Word of God. And that's why we're here. If you want to do something extraordinary, 
Yeah. Go to mylon.org, join Team Mylon, and me and you and Christy yeah. and Jesus mm -hmm. will change the world. Galatians 6, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. That's right. That's We're correct. deceived if we think we can keep sowing selfish choices and expect to reap something good from our spouse. I mean, that's, that's the epitome of unholy <laughs> right. matrimony. That's right. Pray that's for your mate. Now, that, right. that sounds easy, but it's not. Well, this is the constantly. way you prefer one another is to pray yeah. for each other. Yeah, yes. exactly. Amen. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. We've recently been through a lot of that, haven't we? We've yeah. checked our hearts to make sure we told everything That's right. to each other. Amen. Earnest prayer, to, to humble ourselves. To humble, yeah. And admit, if the, if the devil's attacking us, we left the, the door open somewhere. Let's make sure we didn't, just in case. Sometimes he attacks whether you've done anything wrong or not, but sometimes you left the door open. Yeah. Well, you want to make sure you close that door. Amen. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Husbands, Please allow me to encourage you to pray for your wife. Give her time to share those things that you, with you that are dear to her heart. Now, now, she may be talking about something that's not important to you, but it's important to her. If you want to know her, if you don't really know how you can pray for her and how you can be her friend, how you can really be involved in her life, listen to what she's got to say. There are so many times where, too, when it comes to praying for one another, um, when Mylon... I remember one, one time we were going through something just really intense that had been emotional for me. And usually those things are with family, right? Um, and he came over and he could see that I was really just weary. And he came over and just laid his hands on me, on my head, and started praying for me. And immediately, immediately the anointing destroyed the yoke and removed the burden. And I had felt... Um, emotional before that moment and after he prayed for me, I had total peace and joy. And I just want to thank you for that, honey. There's an anointing on you husbands. You're the head. The husband is the head of the wife, yes. is Christ is the head of the church. Now that is not popular in today's world because it's a woman's world right now. But it's important for you husbands out there, you are the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. So you are a covering, your protection, your a safety. I feel so safe with Mylon. That was one of the things I fell in love with him for was I felt safe with him, protected. I felt cherished and cared for. And so when he laid hands on me and prayed over me, the anointing on him destroyed the yoke and removed the burden in my life. He is more anointed for me than anyone else on the planet. You are anointed and for each other for than anyone else, more anointed than anyone else on the planet. Amen. Right. Amen. God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Not after we got it together. Before, while we were the only sinners, nothing else, had never done anything right, God gave Jesus to die for yeah, us. Yeah, for God so loved that he gave. Oh my goodness. Amen. Oh yeah, my that's goodness. that's right. Now, if God can give us mercy and favor, knowing how fussy, cantankerous, and selfish we can be, <laughs> yeah. how much more should we give the same loving kindness to our own spouse? Yeah, amen. 
Love gives with no hidden agenda, people. Love gives with a pure motive of simply being, being a, blessing. a blessing. So then, as occasion and opportunity opened up to us, let us do good to all people, be mindful to be a blessing, especially yeah. those of, of the, the household, household of faith. faith. And that's your household. If you live by faith in the Son of God, that's your household. You should be the best husband or the best wife on the earth. That's the goal, is to treat God's daughter, not my wife, God's child. Your husband or your wife is God's child. If you treat his children bad, let me tell you something, you're not going to get all your prayers in. But when I'm good to her, boy, he, I have favor with him. That's the way it is. I got a daughter, and I can tell you all about that. Well, I just want to let you know, too, that we can testify again that when you play the giving game, your marriage wins. At the end of every chapter in our new book, The Honeymoon is Over, Now What? A Handbook for Holy Matrimony, we have We Declare at the end of every chapter and Holy Habits. So I'm about to lead you in the We Declare for Chapter 7, The Giving Game. And if you'll say this after me, we declare that today is a new day. We declare that today is a brand new day. We forgive each other. We forgive each other. And we forget the past. And we forgive the past. This is our new beginning. This is our new beginning. For God's highest and best in our marriage. For God's highest and best in our marriage. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. For heaven on earth. For heaven on earth. In our home. In our home. We'll be mighty witnesses we'll be for mighty you, witness Jesus. mighty witnesses you, Jesus. And of your covenant and love. And of your covenant love to, to the, the world. world. Amen. Hallelujah. So the holy habits in that chapter say, for instance, make the effort to play and laugh together. Do something you've never done before, whether it's fishing, bowling, or eating Thai food. The goal is to try something new together. Okay, so that's just an example of holy habits that we have at the end of each chapter. And again, I encourage you to check out The Honeymoon is Over, Now What? We formatted it as a daily devotional with seven chapters. That means at the end of one week, you can receive revelation that'll turn your marriage completely around. So check out our book at mylan.org. We encourage you to get a copy of it today. Also our podcast, you can listen to this over and over again, everywhere your favorite podcast is available. Church on the Run, check out our daily digital devotional. So all of these are resources for you to stay in the Word because we know that's what will keep you on the road to freedom. The honeymoon is over. Now what? God has a divine design for you and your spouse to have heaven on earth in your marriage. In this handbook for holy matrimony, Mylon and Christy each share their own perspectives on how God taught them to have a strong, romance-filled marriage. With confessions and positive habit-forming tools, this book will teach you how to resume the honeymoon in your marriage. Listen to what Kenneth Copeland had to say. I wholeheartedly endorse this book because I wholeheartedly know, trust, and endorse the ministry of Mylon and Christy Lefebvre. To get your copy of The Honeymoon is Over Now What? Visit mylon.org today.